If you look at um, the charts this week on both sides of the border, you'll see a lot of Christmas albums making their way to the top. This is traditionally the time when Christmas albums sell extraordinarily well. And it's, you know, John, uh, what's his name? Josh Groban has a huge Christmas record called Noel from 2007. That comes back into the charts every time this year. Uh, Taylor Swift has a Christmas album. Uh, Michael Bublé's Christmas album. Susan Boyle's Christmas album. I mean, it's just, it's, it's just the time. However, that being said... First week sales for the Duck Dynasty Christmas albums were still higher than those for Britney G. It's, it's, it's wild. I, I'm looking forward to starting a new Christmas tradition, which is the big Doctor Who December 25th episode. something uh it was raining in the uh, northern caribbean command center and we did have uh, dish tv and um my wife was was off having a nap i couldn't sleep and i that's what i was watching i was watching a doctor who marathon oh thank goodness well let's bring teddy wilson from inner space in on this conversation to, to maybe help fill in some of the blanks for you teddy uh, and i worked together at uh, the tv factory at 299 queen in downtown toronto you might know it as the much music building and uh <clears throat> And he's the big nerd for Space, the Imagination Station. And he's a huge Doctor Who fan. And I thought, considering this is going to be the big Christmas show, and there's a big thing happening on Christmas Day in the Doctor Who universe, we need to get the uh, the scoop from him. Okay. Teddy, good to have you with us. Ha <laughs> ha! How's it going, man? Welcome to the program. I'm here too, but I am heavily medicated. Someone's got a bit of a cold. Alan Cross sounds even more sultry with the cold. <laughs> Look out. So Christmas morning... As everyone's getting up and all giddy about Santa coming, I'm going to be giddy about the new Doctor Who. Right. Or the new Doctor, I should most accurately say. Well, you know, I, I think that's that's globally Doctor Who fans feel the same way. Christmas Day is a, is, is a big deal for a number of reasons. But for Doctor Who fans, it always means they're um, amazing, iconic and, um, you know, perennial Christmas specials. And this one is especially special because we're going to meet the next doctor uh, who will be Peter Capaldi, who, depending on who you talk to right now in the world of who fandom and who canon, is either the uh, 12th doctor, the 13th, or the 14th, because there's all of this (coughs) wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff that goes along with Doctor Who. But uh, regardless, we're going to get a new actor portraying uh, the doctor in this iconic role that's been been alive for uh, for 50 years. So it's uh, it's a big day for we geeks and we Whovians. Whovian? Wait, 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 wait. Whovians? Yeah, it would be like the equivalent of uh, uh, Trekker, not Trekkie, but uh, a Trekker. I, I'm sorry, I think about the Grinch who stole Christmas when I think Whovians. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good, that's a good one as well, yeah. Um, <laughs> now, I, I have never been a, a Doctor Who fan. However, with the new Doctor, uh, I, I, I may become one because there's a British series called The Thick of It which is a fantastic, funny political series. And it's basically uh, the basis for Veep with... Uh, um, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Thank you very much. And it is, it is foul, it is evil, it is just fantastically funny. 
and um, the new Doctor Who is is play uh, is the same guy who plays Malcolm in that series, and Malcolm is just just the, the most detestable human being ever. But I really like the actor. This was a big risk, uh, particularly when they rebooted it back in 2005, uh, to bring in Christopher Ecclestone as the guy, because he was also very dark and brooding. And then they went a little bit more wacky. This brings it back to that dark and brooding, Teddy. What's, what's the deal with this guy? Because as you point out, not everybody is happy that he's been named. Part of this perennial debate with Doctor Who is anytime you have a new actor and, you know, the technical term in Who lore is, is a regeneration, there's always debate about, uh, you know, whether or not it's the right person. And I think as, as classic fans, you know, we always, um, you know, there's always skepticism or it's like when the, the band you love, you know, becomes too big to fit in your back pocket anymore and goes from being an indie band to a big band. Um, I, I think there's that same sort of healthy skepticism whenever there's a new actor portraying the doctor. But I think there's actually a lot of excitement for Peter Capaldi. He's certainly older than the last two doctors. Um, but I think he's going to bring it in a very, very interesting direction. As you say, you know, you can, everybody can YouTube, um, you know, uh, his role on, uh, on, uh, uh, in the thick of it and the, the follow-up film. Uh, in the loop. Malcolm, what? do you like how I'm telling you what's going on where you are? Let me tell you what's going on where you are, sweetheart. A certain vinegar-faced manipulative cowbag is about to discover that she's out of a fuck job. Fucking hang up, haven't you? Fucking hoity-toity. Hey, buddy, fucking... hey. Enough with curse words, all right? Kiss my sweaty balls, you fat fuck. He's profane-ridden, which we haven't seen in terms of a lot of other doctors in their previous roles. Uh, and I think he's going to be bring a really, really interesting uh, tact to it because, as you say, the last two doctors have definitely played on the, the whimsy a little bit more. The, the, the current doctor, who will regenerate in the Christmas episode, Matt Smith, is very whimsical and is very physical and kind of wacky in his portrayal of the doctor. So I think fans are actually excited to see a bit of a, uh, a bit of a different direction and just a bit of re- refreshing of the franchise, which is yeah, what I, this franchise is all about. And it's part of its brilliance. See, I, I, I like Ecclestone. I, I thought he was really kind of cool. Um, I judge, I judge my doctors based on their hairstyles. If they have a, a long swoopy hairstyle, I am out. But if it's a uh, <laughs> close cropped and all business, well then I'm in. I would argue that more important than the doctor, the companion. Well, you know, the, the companion's very interesting. And let me say as well, Alan, that I don't know if you still have long, swoopy hair, but I recall you used to, so I don't understand your prejudice against it. <laughs> no, I just, I, 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 I like long, swoopy hair on me. I don't like them on my doctors. <laughs> um, I mean, as you say, Michael, you know, the, the, the companion is, is such an interesting role as well. So this is traditionally, this role has traditionally served as the audience proxy in the world of Doctor Who because the, the companions uh, come into the TARDIS, which is his spaceship that is trapped in the form of a police box it's bigger on the inside it's it's strange it's indicative of this alien world that the doctor is from and so that companion often asks these same questions that a new audience member would ask about who is the doctor where does he come from uh, and all of these other questions so very important role in terms of dramatic storytelling but also in in terms of the functional role as as the audience proxy and uh, the current companion uh, is played by Jenna Coleman uh, you know, some criticisms about her last season because there was a lot of mystery around her, which you don't often see with the companions. Usually more of the mystery is around the doctor. Because she herself has gone through time. <clears throat> Pardon me for getting so excited. 
she she has you know she's she's saved the doctor a number of times now she's uh you know she she's saved a whole lot of other things if you saw the 50th anniversary i won't spoil it if you have right i was just going to say isn't she in into herself someone who appears to have been a time traveler herself without being aware of it well exactly that that was revealed in the last regular episode of the previous season that she had saved the doctor and she had been with all of these other um iterations of the doctor throughout the um the the doctor's the current doctor's tenure which goes back to 1963 cuz he was of course one of many of these uh, time lords from a planet called Gallifrey, but since this reboot in 2005, he's generally been considered the last of of his kind. So it's it's really interesting storytelling, and the, the companions are are great as well. And, and you know, part of the joy of the show comes from the interaction between the companion and the Doctor. So I'm very interested to see the interaction between General Louise Coleman, the current companion, and Peter Capaldi as the new Doctor. Alan, I do. Teddy actually touched on something interesting. Do you know why mm-hmm. it is a police call box that the TARDIS represents? No, I don't. Why, Teddy? Well, it, it's actually just stuck in that form. It's the the chameleon cable, or I think the chameleon wire, the chameleon circuit. That's what it's called. Yes. It's actually just been stuck in that form. So back in 1963, when we first met the Doctor, uh, played at that point by, by British character actor William Hartnell on Trotter's Lane, it was, it was stuck in that form. And, and actually, for, for a few seasons in the mid-1980s, the TARDIS, which stands for Time and Relative Dimension in Space, the spaceship, would actually take different forms. It was like an organ for a few episodes, and it, it didn't go over very well with the audience. So it has remained a police call box, but that is not its natural state. It's just stuck in that form because of this broken uh, chameleon circuit. Hmm. So do we have you hooked yet, Alan, on the show? Well, you know, I was a Billy Piper fan. Oh, how could you not be? Yeah. For for a lot of the wrong reasons, and then she, you know, she left, and then did that uh, Diary of a Prostitute one, which was really kind of cool, though she never took off her bra. But classic yeah. prostitute. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was all right. But uh, okay, so you know what? I'll, I'll I'll maybe give it a chance. I mean, again, I like the new actor playing the new Doctor, so uh, we'll see. Well, let me ask you this: What have been your hesitations with it up to this point? Because I mean, early Doctor Who to me is to, to use a, a, a musical reference in your honor, Alan. To me, it's like Radiohead's Pablo Honey, and that it's an interesting starting point of a band that would become great, but in and of itself. I don't. I personally don't find an amazing record. So if you go back and look at those early episodes of Doctor Who, they're interesting in terms of what the series would become, and certainly at the time they were impactful. But they're very dated now. So in terms of evaluating your your interest in the series, if you look at a lot of the current seasons, the last few especially, I, I think it might pique your interest. And what's okay. been your reservation? Because I know you're a big sci-fi fan. Well, I am. I am. Uh, but you know, but I, if it doesn't have uh, you know phasers in it, I'm 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 not interested. This has uh, a sonic screwdriver. I, I know. I know. I know. I know. Okay. Okay, I really got into it with Peter Eccleston, okay? And uh, that was the Billy Piper years. I, I really liked that. And then they changed the doctor, and he ended up with swoopy hair, and I just lost interest. So that, that's it. Okay, so I'm going to try again. I'll, I promise I will try again. And, 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 and if I like the Christmas episode... I'll go back and start from, what, 2005, six. Well, if you saw Eccleston, you saw 2005, so then you, you can go back after that. And I think you might really like Swoopy Hair, a.k.a. Uh, Matt Smith. Uh, see, I saw him on Top Gear. He was the star in the reasonably, reasonably priced car. I thought he was a git. <laughs> now, you know, David Tennant, of all the reboot doctors, David Tennant, for me, is the doctor. He's your doctor, Michael? He is my doctor. I would let him examine me, <laughs> saying that as a straight man. <laughs> Teddy, thank you so much. We appreciate the help. Okay, thanks, fellas. Inner Space with Teddy Wilson airs weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, repeats at 11 on Space.